Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home for another episode of the Homecoming Podcast. I am so glad that you're here, and I have wonderful news for today. Our first season, which was the first year, I was simply doing the podcast as an offering to you all, and I'm excited that now in our second season, we have support. We have a sponsor, and it is my own institution where I teach, Pepperdine University. Since 1971, Pepperdine's Graduate School of Education and Psychology has had one mission, to strengthen professionals for lives of purpose, service, and leadership. Online psychology at Pepperdine is the latest evolution of that mission, with online master's degrees programs designed for people who want to align their work to their life's calling. Online psychology at Pepperdine offers a master's of arts in psychology, a master's in applied behavior analysis, and a master's in clinical psychology. Pepperdine faculty, staff, and students are passionate, purpose-driven individuals who are making meaningful change, one classroom, client, and community at a time. If you're considering becoming a psychologist or a therapist, I encourage you to pursue your purpose and pursue your passion at Pepperdine University. I really am excited about them coming alongside us at Homecoming, and you can get more information at www.pepperdinepurpose.com backslash homecoming to learn more. And it is in such perfect alignment for today because our topic on today is finding or rediscovering our purpose. Finding or rediscovering our purpose. And when we started this season, I invited you all to send in your poetry about homecoming. And we had a poem submitted for this week's episode. And the writer would like to remain anonymous, which we acknowledge, respect, appreciate. And so here is the homecoming poem on reparenting yourself. My child, I love you more than words can speak. Your spirit is a radiant light. Your empathy and love open even the coldest of hearts. Your energy is contagious and radiates like a light beam bouncing off of the cosmos, then back down to earth. You make flowers bloom. Your kindness warms lives, even when you're unaware of this. Your entire existence is what gets some people out of bed in the morning. A love like the strongest flames, more powerful than you think, changing lives by simply being you. Oh, that is so beautiful that often we think or we have been told we have to be some other kind of person. And in reality, 
by being ourselves, the simplicity of self-acceptance and flowing in the truth of who we are allows us to be change agents for us to be transformative. We transform and grow ourselves, our families, our communities. And so this is such perfect alignment for today. I want to talk to you about the journey home, including finding or remembering your purpose. So there are times and there are those of you who feel like at a point in your life, you were operating in purpose or you had some clarity about meaning and fulfillment. And then you or we got sidetracked, derailed. You may have found yourself caught up in uh, the, the busyness of life, the hustle to figure out the next paycheck, to cover your bills. And that is important. And at the same time, there are ways in which we can stay stuck in that survival mode and never really get to purpose, to meaning, to fulfillment. So there are those of you who know what your purpose is, what uh, really makes you come alive, as the great Howard Thurman wrote, uh, that we should do the things that bring us alive, the things that make us come alive. Uh, so there are those of us who know what those things are and have gotten distracted, have become traumatized, have become stressed out um, over bills, over all of the shoulds of life. And we want to remember who it is that we are and what we are doing on the planet. But not only that, I'm aware that there are those who are listening who feel like you never knew what it was, you know, that you are supposed to, in quotes, uh, be doing here, that you never really had a sense of purpose or possibility. And I want to complicate things by saying uh, there can be multiple layers, multiple aspects or iteration of your purpose. And uh, we are layered human beings. Uh, but when we look at the tapestry of our lives, often they can come together uh, to tell an important story. So for me and my work, I would say, you know, I teach, I'm a clinician, I do research, I do ministry, I'm an artist, uh, I'm a podcast host, but all of those things for me come under the umbrella of healer, facilitating healing, wholeness, and wellness, right? So I raise that as an example because there may be multiple things that you do, but the things that you do can fall under a larger umbrella of meaning, of vocation, of calling. So I encourage you to join with me on today as we reflect on purpose and for us to either determine what our life purpose is or to rediscover it, to remember it, so that we can get back in alignment, so that my thinking and my feeling and my actions and my time and my investment match up with my purpose. It is so, so important. 
And so here are some things for you to consider as you are reflecting on your life and the journey home is what were you doing the times that you have been the happiest? What were you doing the times that you were the happiest? What do you enjoy doing? Some people have phrased it to say, what are things you find yourself doing even if no one pays you for it? That it is not simply for a paycheck, but it is something that calls to you, that awakens you, that feeds you, that fulfills you. Now, I'm not saying you need to do that for free for your whole life. It is just a way of checking in uh, in terms of my motivation. Am I motivated to do this because the money is good? And that may be a part of our decision making. Um, or am I motivated to do it because it connects with, it affirms, it uh, animates my very being. So to consider for yourself, and, and some of you, I will say, some of us may say, you know, when I'm the happiest is when I'm resting. And uh, the rest is important, right? Self-care is important. Sabbatical is important. And I encourage you to think about, along with the restoration process, when you are in action, right? When you are engaged in activity, uh, when you are activated in your life. What are the things that you were doing when you felt joy or felt uh, this is me or felt I'm in my lane or felt uh, in this moment, in this moment, I'm clear about uh, why I'm here, right? And so consider what have been those experiences for you. For some people, uh, it may be childcare that you love working with children. For some people, it may have been reading about the law, and you you know been thinking about law school or advocacy. Or some of you, uh, when you're watching politics, because it may be in you to run for political office or to work in a campaign. Uh, for some of you, you feel the most alive when you're teaching, and people say you know that you're always explaining something, and that or that you're good at explaining things. Uh, so what were you doing? And the artists who are on here as well, it may be when you're writing, it may be when you're singing. So what are the things that when you're doing them, you feel, ah, ah right? You feel uh, that energy, that sense of life and vitality, yes? Uh, I want to also encourage you to think about when you look over the course of your life, what has made you truly proud of yourself? What do you feel good about having done? That you spent time doing that you gave of yourself in that way, uh, that you invested resource in it? What are, when you say like, the things I am the most proud of, um, the things that I really honor and appreciate that I gave myself to in that way, what are those things? So what are the things that give you a sense of happiness and deeper than happiness, we would even say joy or fulfillment. We can also say, what are the things, the moments in your life or the activities or accomplishments that you feel the most proud of that can give you a sense about your purpose? 
another one is what are the qualities that you most admire in other people? And not only qualities, but considering who are the people that you admire and what is it that you admire about them? What is it they do? What is it they commit their lives to? How do they show up in a space that you find admirable? Because who we admire, who we consider to be an inspiration or a role model can give us important clarity and information about our own purpose. So I encourage you to reflect. And as I'm asking these questions, you can even journal your responses. I know some of you listen in the car or listen while you're walking. Uh, but if you're stationary, you can start to journal and think about who do I admire and why? Because as I consider my inspiration and my role models, it tells me something about what I appreciate, what I am drawn to, what I perhaps want to activate in my own life. So what brings me joy? What have I been proud of? Who do I admire and why? And then the next one is, what makes me feel energized? Right. This is so important because you all know psychologically uh, we can pull up energy out of nowhere uh, for certain things. Right. Some things people ask you to do and you're like, absolutely not. Like you don't even have to think about it. You're exhausted. You're drained. Your plate is full. I can't do it. Right. But there are certain things that if people ask of you or if the opportunity is there, even though you had been tired or even though your time was tight, then suddenly you figure out a way to make that happen because it speaks to you. We consider the things that I want to say no to so I can save some time and space and energy in my life for the real yeses, right? This is so important that we don't spread ourselves so thin on things that are not truly fulfilling that when the space or opportunity comes for us to do the thing that actually energizes us, uh, there's no room for it. So what are the things that if it showed up, if the door opened, that you would be willing to drop some of what you do? You would be willing to release some things. You would be willing to say no to some things to make space for the thing that energizes you, right? What are the things that it, it truly, truly speaks to you? I have uh, this example from my own experience. Uh, one of the projects that I've worked on is around womanist psychology, uh, which is a psychology that emerges from the experiences and the wisdom of Black women. And so uh, I have so many things going on. But I got a request, I received a request uh, to do a guest lecture on womanist psychology, right, on the psychology of Black women. And so I said, I have to figure out a way to make this happen uh, because this calls to me. Yeah. So I want you to think about for yourself what calls to you, what speaks to you, what energizes you, what are you willing to rearrange some things so that you can make this thing happen. 
So we also consider uh, what is my level of happiness? What is my level of joy, my level of contentment in my current life circumstance? When I talk about taking an assessment or assessing how you are feeling in your current life, it is so critical uh, to acknowledge the realities of depression. Because I let people know who are currently dealing with depression, living with depression, that you don't want to make major life decisions when you're in that place. Because when you're in a depressed place, uh, you don't really enjoy anything, right? Nothing is pleasurable. So if you had been happy at your job and now you're in a depressed place and thinking you should quit and do something else, we may want to take sacred pause on that and see what happens when the depression lifts or is the depression really caused by the job or is it something else? Uh, But outside of the realm of depression, I would just encourage you to look at what are the things that I currently spend most of my time doing, most of my day doing, and what is my level of contentment, fulfillment with that? Do I feel like I'm out of alignment? Do I feel like the majority of my day is spent doing things that take me further from myself? Do I feel the majority of my time is spent in spaces where I have to erase myself, reduce myself, act as if I am some other kind of person that I have to uh, hide or dilute myself? Well, Now, this is important for us to really consider because a part of my homecoming is beginning to live in alignment and authenticity with my purpose and my identity. A part of homecoming is living in alignment and authenticity with my purpose, my truth, my identity. So really doing an uh, assessment for yourself and taking inventory of how do I currently spend my time and what is my level of joy, contentment, and fulfillment? Because this uh, is an important piece for us to interrogate as we consider purpose. Then I invite you to consider What is one change that could give me more joy in my life? And when we're talking about purpose, I am uh, focused on the activity of my life, right? Not so much the relationship part, because some people are listening and you say, well, the one thing that would make me happy is to have a companion. Well, that's a different episode, right? (laughs) So that's, that's beautiful. Um, But when we think about purpose in terms of the activity of my life, um, are there changes that if I shifted in this way, um, if I took another path, that I believe it would be more fulfilling for me? And the next question for us to consider is what are the shoulds that are overriding our wants? What are the should-dos that are blocking me from 
walking, living more fully in my purpose. Now, clearly, you know, for example, if you are a parent, then you may say, well, I need to have uh, regular employment. I want to be able to uh, provide for my children. And so then we may say uh, that I have my full-time job, which is paying these bills uh, in order to provide um, and keep people in a, in a safe, hopefully a safe place, um, but that I need to, I want to carve out time for the things that fulfill me, that energize me, but perhaps do not pay me. Because that is a reality that for some, the thing that energizes you or awakens you uh, may be unsalaried or low salary, but I encourage you to really explore it because one, well, two things. One, sometimes we can create streams of income uh, by our innovation and creativity. Um, and also, I want to name that we do not have to turn every joy, every source of joy into a commodity, right? So it's not necessarily that the things I love to do that I have to figure out how to monetize. You may want to actually keep that separate. So some people are able to do those things for a living and some people spend their life doing one thing and then their heart's work is in another area, but they protect time for that particular area. So I want uh, you to consider what that will look like for you. And then another piece to consider uh, along this idea of the shoulds is who told you that, right? Who told you that certain fields were a waste of time? Um, I often, in the field of psychology, I have had uh, students who come to me and say, you know, my family doesn't understand the field or doesn't know why I want to study it, that they told me that their family told them they need to be a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, that those were the acceptable careers. And so uh, there are messages that we have received um, about what is acceptable for us. And that may be uh, based, one, in exposure, because, of course, uh, people will not encourage you to do something they have not heard of or that they are not familiar with or that has a stigma to it when we think about culturally uh, this idea of, you know, is uh, psychology for all people, right? Or who gets marginalized or um, pathologized by it. So consider whatever your dream is, whatever your vision, whatever you feel is your purpose, for us to be honest about the ways in which it may have been discouraged. So it may have been discouraged by people in your family who were worried about, could you make a living doing that? And often that comes from a sincere place of care, right? Of I had a student a number of years ago when I was teaching undergrad who, um, you know, their parents said, you can't, you know, major in creative writing. You know, how will you make a living, you know, writing poetry or doing creative writing? And so sometimes people steer us away from the thing uh, that energizes us uh, for various reasons. So we want to consider 
what were the shoulds? What was I told either was not good enough for me or what was I told I was not good enough for, right? So unfortunately, some people uh, in high school had guidance counselors or teachers uh, who said, uh, you're not college material. Uh, Some people were uh, discouraged by their educational process or perhaps your school did not really equip you. And so then you uh, got to the next level in your learning and felt overwhelmed or behind uh, or ashamed as you looked at what other people had been exposed to. And we recognize those messages have an impact. And I wonder if we can give ourselves permission to dig under what other people told us, to dig beneath the surface of other people's mandates and dictates and cautions and dig deep into ourselves to speak truth to ourselves of even though it may take several years or even though that would require a scholarship or a loan or even though that um, I would be the first one in my family to do that and that's not really something my family has celebrated, or even when we look at the isms and oppression that uh, can make us believe and feel that we do not belong in certain spaces, if we can acknowledge those things, which are truth and they are heavy truths that we have had to contend with, they are, uh, they are a reality. These messages are not true, but they are a reality that has been fed to us. But if I can shed those messages, hmm, if I can emerge out of the shoulds and the naysayers and the blocks and the detractors and tell myself the truth at wherever I am in my life to say, if I am honest with myself, I have known what the thing is, what the things are that energize me, that call me, that awaken me. And I want to explore the ways in which I can begin to live them out. I want to be intentional about considering the ways in which I can allow my outer life to align with my inner calling. I want to consider the ways in which I can live with purpose, knowing there is meaning for my life. And I no longer wait for permission to be who I am. I no longer wait for appreciation and celebration of the things I feel called to do. And I no longer fill all of my time with things that take me further away from myself. But I set an intention to protect some of my time, my energy, my resource, to walking in my purpose, to living in my purpose. And for those of you who are listening who may still be struggling and saying, well, Dr. Tama, I still don't know 
what that is. One of the exercises I have people do is to start naming what it's not. Sometimes there is a psychological block to acknowledging what it is because it can be frightening or it can be so different from what you have been doing. And so sometimes by process of elimination, I can begin to list the things that do not awaken me, that I have no interest in, that do not energize me, so that I can start to come home to the truth that there are some things I know about me, my purpose, my calling, my mission, my values, my priorities. There are some things that I know. And by naming the things that are not me, I come closer to the truth of what is me. I am so excited about each of us coming home and beginning to live with purpose, to reimagine what is possible for our lives so that we can walk in fulfillment and authenticity. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Mm -hmm.